Well, who on earth said the wheels are falling off the <laughs> Wagner wagon? <laughs> we certainly didn't. He came from Colney, he's running down the wing. He'll run at you and you can't do anything. He's fucking magic and don't you fucking know. His name is Johnny. Johnny, Johnny, right? Chris, you, you slagged off this former city of culture, but what a fantastic <laughs> Friday night we had there. Well, it's the type of place that you go for a result, isn't it, Jack? It really, really is. No, on a serious note, um, totally, totally shocked. I um, was very, very surprised. And, and I honestly think it was because it, we, we turned into Norwich Gritty. We were just so dirty we just ground it out it was ugly as hell but as i said on the last podcast jack who the hell cares mm. beggars can't be choosers in the current state we're in you take a win like that away from home all day long it's funny isn't it perception and how different fans view different clubs and i was watching the the highlights um i think it was on the official efl page and there were so many Hull fans underneath going, I wish we were nasty like Norwich City. And it's funny because really? how, how often this season we've been like, we're too nice. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. And I think that probably comes from a, a couple of decisions that maybe went our way. Um, but, you know, we were, we were aggressive mm. and we were in their faces. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and as you say, that's probably what got us a result in the end. It was. And, and that's, well, aside from, from a couple of moments of, of quality as well, Jack, but... That's that's what this team should be about. That's why we signed all of these experienced players to get results like we did away at Hull on Friday mm. night. So I'm really, really happy with the boys. And, and I want to be really, really clear, Jack. Like, I really just want to enjoy the win. Yeah. You know, and, and, I, and I saw a couple of things on, on social media after the game. And by the way, this isn't, it's not where I can't think like this, but I don't blame fans for having this opinion. It was. Well, that means Wagner's in a job for another six months, Revo. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, just enjoy the win. Mm. Like, come on. It's, don't get me wrong. It's turgid. It's crap to watch. It's stodgy as hell. But when you've been how we've been, to go away and get a result like that, you know, don't, don't, you, I, you can't really complain, can you, Jack? Well, one would hope. It's not sustainable. I get that. But who cares? One would hope that, you know, we're all nuanced enough to go, yes, you know, we need change, but in an isolated period, we can really enjoy that win. I, I had great fun watching that on, on Friday. And I, I, I said to you off air that you know, I was just laughing. <laughs> I, just because I got to a point where yeah. I knew that Hull weren't going to score. I know they, they did in the end, but it didn't, you know, amount to anything. Yeah. But, you know, Gunn was on fire. We had Duffy throwing himself at things. Uh, let's go from the start because I thought Do it. even pre-match was interesting. Actually, for the first time in a very long while, I think we saw positive reactions to the team, and I think you know I agree with the with the majority here that probably is on paper our our strongest team. You've got Sergeant back in the mix. You had Science um, in the mix, and he wasn't injured, was wasn't yeah. suspended. You had that midfield duo. Kenny is now seen as a centre back. You know, he's not seen as like a fit, yeah. a, a kind of a makeshift. He people deem him to be a centre back now. How that's happened, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um, you've got your new list there and Stacey. I think after the summer transfer window and Barnes, of course, in there as well. You know, the the players we brought in and the players we already had. I'd say Wagner saw that eleven as his yeah. eleven, and for whatever reason, 
you know, injuries and suspensions and form, he hasn't been able to field that too often this mm. this campaign. So that was pleasing. Mm. Um, I do agree with you, and 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 you know there is a there is a section of fans that that will say, oh, why do you constantly give David Wagner criticism, boys? You know, you know, be positive. And da, da, da. So let me make this clear. David Wagner deserves credit for that lineup against Hull. Don't get me wrong, the the the, the tactics maybe uh, that were implemented throughout the game weren't great to watch, but the lineup was a strong one. And actually, I thought his substitutes yeah. were perfectly timed as well. Something else I've criticised yeah. David Wagner for this season was some extremely questionable in-game um, management and, and substitutions. I thought that he got his subs right. Um, against Hull and they made an impact yeah. as we know so um, yeah I, th I think that that's one of those ones where um, we, we can praise it yeah absolutely I mean it doesn't take a genius to kind of field your, 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 start, your strongest 11 but no I get the point Let, let's jump straight into the man that, that everyone is talking about not only Norwich City fans Hull fans included and you know a lot of neutrals as well because obviously this one was televised I think most people were picking um, Hull against Norwich over Luton against Burnley in the Premier League Johnny Rowe, he is, and, and, and actually, I think this performance just epitomised mm -hmm. Johnny Rowe perfectly because for the first half an hour, we were talking on WhatsApp. We should have been doing a watch along, but Chris was too moody to do one. <laughs> you know, we were going, typical, by the way. I know we were going. Rowe's a bit quiet, you know, not quite in the game, mm -hmm. and on that, you know, ploughed field of a football pitch that Hull call home. Um, up pops row, dribbles past a couple of players. And I think everyone is talking about the beating of players in the run. It's the finish for me that is the best bit. Outside of the boot, off balance, players to beat, goalkeeper well positioned, finds mm. a way. Mm. And I would probably say there's five or six players in the entire division that has the ability to just change a game. Yeah, and he's one of them. Um, and he is very much yeah. one of them. And he's and he's doing it consistently. And I think, you know, when he came into the side and he scored against Hull on opening day, yes. and I think there was a moment there where he went, oh, okay, like there's mm. something about this kid. But so how often has that happened, not just at Norwich, but over the years at other clubs, where you have a youngster, couple of games, flash, never see them again. Rowe has scored 12 goals this season in yeah. different types of games, different types of goals, big occasions, lesser games. It's the real deal. Well, that that, that goal, Jack alone, you know, is, is probably chucked another five million quid on his on his price tag. Mm. You know, the ability to beat, I think it was three players, wasn't it, before he took it, before he took it with the outside of his, of his right foot. It's an absolutely ridiculous finish from Rowe. An absolutely gorgeous goal. And every time we talk about Johnny Rowe, Jack... I just smile. Yeah, yeah. I just smile and like football is for for me football is about players like Johnny Rowe. Mm. Moments. Players that can that can turn a game, players that get you up off your seat. Mm. And actually, I just love the fact that he's Johnny Rowe. Mm. He is himself. Yeah. He's not a boring run of the mill media trained robot. He is just Johnny Rowe and you know, there's this whole thing of oh, you know, keep Johnny Rowe on the keep Johnny Rowe, you know, on the floor, and you know, be careful a little bit, and don't overhype him. We're in, we are in the territory of enjoy him yeah. whilst we've got him. Now, this is in Emmy Buendia territory for me in terms of enjoy him whilst you've got him because he is a ridiculous player, and and I'll I'll say something. He's the best academy product 
I've ever seen in my lifetime. He's the best ever Academy product. Wow. And I'll put this out there as a, as a question um, for, for those you know watching this now. Oof. Let me know yours in your lifetime because there's been some Did you not some get to brilliant. see Bellamy? I didn't see Bellamy. Okay. No, I'm not that old, you cheeky sod. Um, I guess you, you, I did watch Robert Greene, but for me, like he's, of course, he's a GK, right? Johnny is, is a winger and can make things happen. Um, such a good bloke off the pitch as well. And a lot of you that, that follow Talk Narrow City will, will have seen... Um, there's an absolutely brilliant um, channel uh, called... Hull Boy. It's called The Hull Boy. Love yeah. it. Straight to the point. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't mess he's around. He's a boy and he's from Hull. Absolutely. And um, <laughs> sadly, his his father has, has dementia at the moment. So obviously, as you could imagine, a really challenging time for him. And there's a lovely video of him after the game, Johnny Rowe, going over to, to The Hull Boy, The Hull Fan, and giving him his shirt. And not just giving it, you know, actually, you know, wishing wishing his dad well and... You know, telling him to keep positive things like that, and and by the way, he's done it with us with with something that we're we're going to announce. He's he's done it so many times. He always has the time mm. for the fans, Jack. Um, I absolutely love Johnny Rowe. Yeah. the man can walk on water. He can he give him the give him the keys to the city. Mm. Honestly, mm. I I fucking love him, and I'm not afraid to say it. And I'm not and I'm not going to do this whole oh don't hype him up too much, Chris. No sod that. Really enjoy him. Yeah, no, I agree. And 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 you know what? The the kind of the I'd maybe twist this a little bit now by saying, I'm a, I'm almost a little bit frustrated with how good Johnny Rowe's been this season because imagine how good he could have been if we had actually played our best teams, our mm. strongest lineups, played the football that we should have been playing from the off. And I, I just think to myself, bloody hell, could you have imagined how many goals Johnny Rowe would have grabbed this season if we hadn't been playing such negative crap football? Well, I think I think it's a great point and it, and it almost you know, backs up that point that he has the ability to find quality in games where he's quiet because, you know, against Southampton, I know he didn't score in that game, but he came up with the assist mm. against Hull. We, we, we're sat deep. It's very much try and find something on the on the counter attack yeah. which we did for the second goal but for him to still come up with the goods you, you're spot on imagine him in this free-flowing style where he's getting four or yeah. five chances a game instead of one and, I, and, I, and, I, and and it's a massive compliment to Johnny and a lot of people gave him criticism weirdly for scoring two goals in the East Anglian derby they actually said that that it was one of Johnny Rowe's worst games a sign of an exceptionally talented player mm. is when they're not in the game mm. and they still come up with the goods. Mm. And at the end of the day, if he keeps doing what he's doing, you're going to be a grand down. And by the way, you're in big trouble again, yeah, young yeah, man. You were looking good when you know there, there was a little injury niggle to to, to Johnny. Yeah. Um, David Wagner weirdly kept him out of the team for for one or two games as well. Um, you're in big trouble, Look, my you man. Keep, you keep making big out, big this trouble. Is, this is a bad thing. I want to give the grand away because it, one, it means. <laughs> Rose had a great season. Two, it means a great charity picks up the cash. I, I think a, a lo- quickly back to Hull Boy. Go on. Love Hull Boy. It it sums up Johnny Rowe that we've got a Hull City fan who is finding more joy from Johnny Rowe than he is Carvalho that they've just signed. <laughs> and and that sums it up because sometimes an opposition player yeah. will come to Carrode yeah. and, and they and they tear you apart. But you you almost mm. go. You know what? I enjoyed the 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 artistry yeah. of that. By the way, watch the whole boys channel. He does, he, and and he's a massive. He really really likes Norwich, and he he says a lot of lovely things about Norwich. So big up to the whole boy. Um, just on on Johnny Rowe as well, and and people remember 
from watching or listening to the podcast last last week, we were we we raised the point about how bad the Bristol FA Cup game was. Bristol Rovers. Sorry, what did I say? Bristol. Sorry, Bristol Rovers Two game. Teams in Bristol. Uh, boring. Um, the Bristol Rovers game was in terms of bleeding in younger supporters. Yes. And how that could turn people off. Yeah. Johnny Rowe is the type of player where you can imagine kids all over Norfolk with Johnny Rowe posters on their bedroom mm. wall. And like... Kids, I, I, adults. I'm just... Well, I I've have. got a mural on my bedroom wall. I'm just I'm just so proud that, <laughs> that Johnny's a yellow. And like... And, and for avoidance of any doubt, I can assure everyone watching this, he is the nicest. Mm. The nicest. In fact, do you know what? I'm going to give him a new, the, the, the new title. Oh, I've always said that the nicest Norwich player I've ever met, and I only chatted to him briefly, was Jamal Lewis. Right. It's Johnny Rowe. He's even nicer. Really? He is just the nicest bloke ever. So, Johnny, keep it up, mate. I, I, I can't get Johnny Rowe off my mind at the moment. I was sat there Sunday evening. I, there's not, I don't think there's too many better things to be doing on a Sunday evening. I had a cup of tea in hand and I was watching the snooker. Yeah. I was just... watching the master snooker. Ronnie O'Sullivan won. Now, we all know the, the joy of Ronnie O'Sullivan and the, you know, the, the mastery that he's found over the years. And right. I thought, Johnny Rowe is the footballing equivalent of Ronnie O'Sullivan. Because Ronnie came out after that and he said, you know, he, he won the Masters, I think that's his 23rd Triple Crown title. And he said, I found the way to win even when I'm not at my best. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just looking at Rowe and I'm going, you know, you're creating memories, you're becoming a superstar. And I don't think he's even in third gear yet. I, yeah. think, I think he's still cruising in, you know, yeah. very much in cruising. Do, do you know what? I'd, I'd probably say that as well. I, I'll chuck another statement out there. By the way, this isn't that much of a big statement, in my opinion. That kid is going to play for the England first team, and not just one day, sooner than mm. you can think. I said it about Madison when he was at Norwich, that he'll play for England. I'm saying it again with Johnny Rowe. Also said it about Ryan Bennett. No, I didn't. No, I did. Yeah, you did. I don't get calls And wrong, Rob mate. Butler did. <laughs> well, look, anyway, Johnny Rowe... He's going to be in the England first team yeah. soon because he's an exceptional player. We love him to bits. We love Johnny Rowe. Um, let's talk about the defence. Because... By the way, is it just funny? We, I reckon, honestly, we could just rebrand TNC to just, I don't know, talk Johnny Rowe. Well, let, um, why don't we go down the whole TJ, boy route? TJR. The Rowe boy. <laughs> the Rowe boys. The Rowe boys. Yeah. I quite like it's it. has got a ring yeah. to that. Okay. Look, anyway, let's move on from Johnny. Rowe pops up with a with a bit of quality like we know he does. Yeah. The majority of that game was Hull City with the ball and our defence throwing in last gasp challenges. Yes. Um, we've mentioned him a lot this season and, and I think he deserves to get another mention and that's Angus Gunn who, look, I think you... Often the, 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 the best goalkeepers are the ones you almost don't really notice. Um, and I think we really noticed the quality of Gunn when Gunn wasn't playing. Yes. And, yeah. and George Long came in. And look, I, I still don't really know the stock of George Long. But what I do know is he's he's so far off Angus Gunn. Mm -hmm. and, and that's not even necessarily a criticism of Long. It's, a, it's, a, it's credit to Angus Gunn. Well, he's a Premier League goalkeeper, he, mate. I think he is, yeah. And, mate, I was just... And I honestly don't think I'm overhyping it. I think that was one of the best, and I know that we conceded, which sounds really weird for me to say this. It was one of the best Norwich City goalkeeping performances for for two, three seasons. Mm. Honestly, like, and he he is frustrated that he didn't keep a clean sheet. By the way, fucking hell, mm. the saves mm. he was honestly he he turned into Buffon. It was it was absolutely ridiculous. 
the two diving saves mm. were like absolute fingertips. It was just exceptional. Mm. Angus, exceptional. And I, and I think if you're a Hull City player, you know, after the 17th shot seemingly has just been saved by Gunn. You just hold your hands yeah, up, don't you? Yeah, you go, you know what, it's not our day. Yeah, you hold your hands up, don't and, you? And, and I saw a few kind of Hull fans that I follow tweeting like, you know, on another day we yeah. score five, and and yeah, you, I, they do. And and do you know what? I'm so pleased that that Angus got got a moment with the Norwich fans at, at, at the end. Don't forget, he is a Norwich fan as well. Angus is so humble, too humble, I think sometimes. And I I loved it. I forgot who it was. It might have even been Narcissus, maybe the the uh, the coach, kind of shoved Angus towards the Norwich fans to you know, so the Norwich fans could just uh, just serenade mm. him with with his song. It was rich deserved. Those diving saves, unbelievable. I think he made two, sorry, I think he made three saves also from shots inside the box. Yeah. Um, just a ridiculous goalkeeper performance. Thank, as I've said so many times this season, thank God for Gunn. And, and, and one of the big moments, of course, in that first half was his collision with, with Connolly. Yeah. It was a, a horrible one. And but neither did wrong, though. No, I was about to say that. I don't think, well, Connolly certainly wasn't at fault. The, the problem with that is, is unless it's a drop ball... The free kick's got to go yeah. one way. It shouldn't have been. An, it shouldn't have been our free kick. I agree with that. Gunny. The only thing with Gunny, but you know, he, he lifted his knee to jump. That's the way you jump. That's just natural. It, it doesn't help that Connolly is, you know, five mate, foot mate, nothing. Is it, without. But it's, if, it's if, an old-fashioned football challenge, Jack. Yeah, yeah. And, and and if the game doesn't have them, the game's gone. But what for I'm me. saying is, let's have some some sympathy for her. If that's the other way around, and our star striker has just been injured, you would be annoyed. Of course, hundred percent, definitely, mate. So I think that I think look, Gunn certainly shouldn't have been sent off. I, oh God, I, no, no, I, no, no. I get no, no. the frustration from a whole. Yeah. You're, you're ten minutes into a game. You've already got injuries to a couple <laughs> of attacking players. Then Connolly goes off. The one where I think we did get lucky was okay. the elbow from Yanulis. Where <sighs> my uh, my yellow and green glasses are uh, on with this a little bit, Jack. I think he. I think it, if that's the other way round, I'm fuming he's not gone. It, it, look, it, it absolutely could have been given. It could have been given. I would, um, I would though also again maybe take the side of maybe an old fashioned football fan here and say what, where you could elbow. Well, people. well, come on, well, come on, because if you watch it back. He actually brushes over the top of his hair. <laughs> he, does. he does. You watch it back. You watch it back. He brushes over the top of his hair. He doesn't square him in the forehead. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't grit his teeth and go that and square him in the forehead. Again, natural mo- jumping, natural movement, and he's trying to. He's trying to get round him. Look, my, that my yellow and green glass up. I look. I lo- look. I love the Emperor of Norfolk. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. Um, I'm very very. Look, we've got away with one there. I agree. I, I just think there is also an element of, well, come on. He's not squared him in the forehead. So that, so actually, yeah, it could have been given. But don't forget, we watch football, okay? We, we, we live, we, we're now in this plastic VAR soulless world of, like, if I flick the hair on your arm, you're going, oh, and you're rolling around 55 times. Look, Dimmy's, Dimmy is fortunate. But I, 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 I think I'm okay with getting away the, with that. The, the brilliant thing about... I mean, you've just acted like sort of an old episode of The Bill where someone's trying to stand up in court and get away with, with a crime. <laughs> the, the, the amazing thing here and the hypocrisy 
is that I just know that if we were in the Barclays together, <laughs> and that's the other way around, this guy's calling oh, the referee's oh, career to be over. Oh, 100%. And that's the joy of football. Oh, 100%. Anyway, it stays on the pitch. Yes. It's 1-0. Yeah. It's getting towards the end of the game, and you're just going, please hold out, please hold out. The whole attack, after attack, after attack. Yeah. And Andes had come on five minutes I think prior. we had. I think we had four bookings at that point. I Lots put, of bookings. I put a cheeky bet on Norwich to get a red card, because I was like, this, this is just yeah. going to happen. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't. Onel comes on. Yes. Comes up with a delicious cross. Unbelievable ball. And up comes the man that just, you know, just quietly has been going about business, but yeah, secretly scoring a couple of goals. The fascinator. Yeah. The big fast. Yeah. The sea fast. The sea fast. <laughs> well, he did jump like the sea bass, didn't he? Sorry, yeah. sea fast. Did sea bass jump? I quite like sea fast. I love sea fast. Right. The sea fast. It sounds like sea facts. Yeah. It's a play on both teletext and the the, the, the lovely meaty white fish. Right. Uh, by the way, right, and here's something. Well, we'll do it. We'll actually, we'll do it at the end of the show. Uh, we, we, we really enjoyed in the last episode, so many of you um, got on board with hashtag wagon driver. Um, oh, sorry, I'll just say it now. If you've watched to this point, you need to post on social, so Instagram, Twitter, obviously X, whatever you want to call it now, um, hashtag... CFAS, yeah. okay? So C and then F-A-S-S, CFAS. It was really funny last week, actually. So the podcast went out about six, seven o'clock. No, it was earlier than that. Yeah. And, uh, and I play, I've started playing Five Side again on a Monday and there's a couple of lovely TNC viewers there. And I rocked up and they said, Jack, have you arrived in the wagon? <laughs> and I'm going, I'm going, I don't know what's going on. Like, what? like the wagon driver like, yeah, it went mental it, it just shows yeah. the power of the of the tnc subscribers anyway Wagonari. christian fastnacht the cfas i'm loving the look of of, of farsi i really really am yeah just yeah G- just give it to farsi and Can see I... what happens and do you know what what christian fastnacht kind of reminds me of maybe a bit of a mario vrancic-esque type in terms of First season mm. takes a bit of time to warm warm up, mm. yeah. But when he's warmed up, mm. he's looking naughty, <laughs> right? And Christian Fastnacht, and and by the way, the goal, and we will go on to to praise Anel, as you'd imagine. Of course, we're going to do that. It's a, it's a gorgeous cross, but the 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 touch from Christian Fastnacht, it's one of the ones where if if Messi or Ronaldo <laughs> does that. It's getting replayed time after time after time. It's actually it's not. It's with the top of his leg. The absolute <laughs> deftest of touches. And the way he puts it in, the smile afterwards, straight over to Anel. He knows how good that ball was for Anel Hernandez. I'm buzzing for, for, for Christian Fastnacht. He is, in my opinion, an underrated Norwich City player. You've just made that sound like sort of a Ballon d'Or. Not a Ballon d'Or. What's the Puskas Award type? Goal. What's actually happened is it's had a deflected cross and it's bundled in off his off his midriff. And El it reminded me slightly of the goal. Can you remember when Pookie scored away at QPR with his with his heart with his heart, as Michael Bailey yeah. uh, shared the other day. Um, um, it reminded me of that. And El Hernandez, I'll let you lead. Came on. Um, was at fault for the se- for, for the for the goal. Well, I've watched this back. <laughs> okay, Love you, and. Don't get me wrong. I think. What I think glasses he were you wearing for these Don't highlights? get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He could have pressed. He could have pressed. Right. And should he, have. Yeah. Could have. Sorry. Should've. He should have pressed. Yeah. And now you should have pressed yeah. more, mate. 
But also, the next man along was Gabby Sarah. Watch it back. Mm. And he doesn't close the man either. Well, and I'll, actually, you, one would hope that he was, was the one. Legs. And he was the one that was in front of the shot. Okay, look, I'm, I'm, of course I'm going to side with, with Anel. Look, Anel should have. I wouldn't say that Anel was at fault for it, though. No, I, no, think, no. I think that's incredibly hard. No, it's, it's a great guy. Um, look. Two assists in two games now for El Hernandez. Should be more. Knows that knows that his numbers aren't where they need to be. Um, rest assured, he is fighting, working more than he ever has at Norwich City to 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 put this right. Um, you know, genuinely bleeds yellow and green. Like some of the conversations I've had with him in, in recent weeks, I can't even put the phone down. He's just he's just so passionate. Oh, about I've got to cook the dinner, right. mate. He's so passionate about putting it right. Um, but no, look, I think I think it is now appropriate to, to say, look, two assists in two games, you know, this is a real platform for Anel now to, to, to build on his numbers and build on his form. And actually, it should have been probably four assists in two games. A um, couple of, again, brilliant crosses, cutbacks uh, for the Bristol Rovers Cup game as well, uh, which should have been finished and they weren't, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, I think Anel deserves praise. And, and I think that the... what what a great I, I know that Anel wants to start right, but the, I I look at him as a sub and I think what a powerful yeah, yeah. you know the last thing you want I think as, he is a, one... as a tired yeah. player is Anel Hernandez running at you. I think he is one of those players. If you know you're a Hull fan, you see him coming on, you are scared of him. I thought the the nice thing for Anel was so often Anel's classic cross is when he he's a classic winger and he hits mm-hmm. the, he hits the byline. Yeah. And he tries to cut it on his left foot. Yeah. And and that's not been effective for the last couple of seasons. But this one was different. He's hit the byline. He's cut in on his right mm-hmm. and whipped an in-swinger. Yes. And it was a delicious cross. I know it's taken a, a, a slight well, deflection, but it, it puts defenders... It makes defenders make a decision, and the, that's what you want to do. The other crosses is simple; you just you yeah. just hook it away. The other thing you I would do that. The, with the that other cross. thing that I would say about it, which is which is minor, and I don't think it matters that much. But the other thing I'd say about it is, um, I think it was Ashley Barnes was saying to Sam McCallum, "Go back, Sam. Go back." Sam ignored him. And he he dinked that ball back to Anel Hernandez mm. before he then whipped that that sumptuous cross in. So I also think there's an element of well, actually, if you play the ball in front of Anel, if you play positive football, and he gets more opportunities to to get crosses into the box, of course, it's more likely that he's going to be effective. So long may this this form continue. Um, long may it continue, Anel. Well, Chris, the the amazing thing with this, and of course, other results occurring over the weekend. Norwich City are now two points off of the playoffs. And and it's, you know, for those that don't watch Norwich City, and my, the friends of mine that, you know, either watch this stuff or see our, our tweets, and they go, what are you moaning about? You are two points off the playoffs. And yeah. my reaction is, well, imagine where we could be with a competent manager. Imagine where we could be playing this free-flowing football. Today, we have reeled off Angus Gunn, um... Johnny Rowe. Johnny Rowe, Gabby Sarah. Yeah. You could probably throw... I know Sargent was yeah. relatively quiet in this, yes. but Sargent, you have a, a, a core of a team here oozing championship class. That should be at the top end of the playoffs. Should absolutely be competing for those top two. Okay. Positions. I don't think I don't think this season, but, 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 but definitely should, the playoffs. should be higher up than... And, and, and that's my frustration. If you put this frustration aside, yes. the, the positive here yeah. is that we are still within touching distance. And by the way, again, and we've said this probably at least five times this season, Jack, this is another great opportunity. 
you know, to 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 make that change, to to bring in a um, head coach uh, that wants to play a positive style of football, um, that you know wants to utilise the the tools that he's got. Do, do you know the thing I keep thinking? I've been I've been thinking about this over the weekend, Jack, and obviously linked to to Delia, of course, being a chef. I was thinking, you know, I was thinking of this sort of analogy around around cooking mm. and, and what David Wagner is cooking at the moment. Right. And for me, what we've signed is a classic chili con carne, okay? Yeah? You know that those players on paper should work in the championship. Right. You serve a chili con carne, yeah. you know it's going to go down well with most people, yeah? yeah. A nice solid chili, okay? Yeah? Perfect. Great flavours, bit of red wine maybe. Lovely, lovely. And at the moment, I just feel like David's halfway through cooking his chilli and he's chucking in a fucking parsnip, yeah? He's throwing in, like, I don't know, a massive, like, wedge of broccoli or something. It's like, David, what are you doing, mate? Like, it's just, a, just cook the chilli con carne, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? And I just feel like we have got, you've said it already, we've got the ingredients... The kidney beans of are a, there. ...of a perfect playoff dish. Yeah. And it just seems like we're trying to do random stuff mm. with this that just shouldn't be done, mm. yeah? Just put the kidney beans in, yeah. Don't don't use vegan mints, yeah. Just just use proper mints, yeah. yeah? yeah. Just use the proper ingredients. Yeah. And for God's sake, if you've got chili, if you've got that 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 Borges signs that that that, that chili powder, put the fucker in. You can't have a chili without chili. And I just think so many times this season. We've, we've tried to cook something mm. that we can't cook with these players. Mm. Play to your strengths, mm. yeah? And that isn't, by the way, parking. I know that we've stopped conceding as many goals. That's not parking the bus with this team. Imagine what this... I also... The other one for me, speaking of cooking a dish, Gabby Sarah playing in that holding role for me just puzzles me and saddens me. Yeah. That honestly, of course, one day he's going to leave the club, and and I, and I look at it and I think we're going to really regret not playing him in a in a in a forward role. Well, the reason we're doing it is because we don't have someone that can sit deep and. Well, we do. Who? We do. Kenny, he's having to play at bloody centre back. Mm. Although he's doing a great job, by the way. Mm. Look, I just think sometimes we're cooking the wrong dish. I I, I, I would almost argue that look, partly it's Wagner. Partly that that comes back to the to the man that was here before in in, yeah. in Stuart Webber and yes. recruitment. The fact that we okay, so we've signed the centre backs, but they're deemed not good enough, and we don't have a, a holding midfielder. I don't think Liam Gibbs is the the man. Jakob Sorensen has been injured. I don't think he's the man when he's fit. So, uh, you know, a Gabby Sarr out of position is better than a than a defensive midfielder that's not. Yeah, I don't know. Look, let us know your thoughts. I agree with you. I I think you can't say these playoffs, these players are, you know, top-end playoffs, and then you're saying, oh, it's not David Wagner's fault. Like, the tactics and and lineups have been so weird and wacky that they have, you know, halted um, this team progressing. Look, what I I would say, so last couple of, let's put the the cup game aside, last couple of league results, Southampton 1-1, uh, win away at Hull in isolation. You oh, you go, take it all day you long. You go. That's a, yeah. that's a really yeah. good period. What I would say, the performances we've seen in both of those just not sustainable. Of course, and, I, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm really concerned. Like mentally, this is a this is a really dangerous place to be in because 
They're luring you in. They're teasing you. You know, they're getting. They've you, done it so many times. They get this you season. where they want you, and then you face. I don't know, bloody. You know. Well, Sutherland look. Well, look. The next two. Get, well, look. The next two games. Yeah. And you know, you've got an absolute classic FA Cup banana skin in front of you in, in Bristol Rovers away from home. They will be well up for it, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Well up for it. And God knows what team we're going to play uh, for, for that one. And then you've got West Brom at home. They've already beaten us once pretty comfortably this season. I know that it was only 1-0, but they, 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 they dominated it, really. Away. And then leads away. So it feels to me, Jack, like one of these situations where we've started to pick up a bit of form. We've done this before this season. And then we fall off a cliff. Again, pin me up in the dressing room, boys. Prove me wrong. I hope that you prove me wrong. Um, I I would love it. Absolutely love it. If if imagine if we beat Brom and we beat. I'm doing that thing again, aren't I, Jack? You're doing but, it. But imagine if we won the next two. That's a that's a that's big. I had a I had a message from from someone the other day who is clearly a, a fan of David Wagner, and I appreciate that. Like from a from someone that's met and sat down with Wagner for for an extended period of time, like we did. He's a really yeah. lovely chap. I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan of him as a bloke. Yeah. A great company. But he said, Jack, just give it a rest and can you film a podcast without spending an hour talking about David Wagner? I don't think it's possible because this is the person that's, you know, everything is revolving around his style and the, the, the team he picks. Mm-hmm. And it, you, you have to talk about him yeah, at the moment. Yeah, but, but Jack, what is important, and we, again, just for balance here, it's not just, we've said this so many times, by the way, I'm sorry for sounding like a broken record. It's not just a silver bullet solution. You know, you can't just sack Dave and expect it all to change. Because as you've said, Stuart Webber's brought in this set of players. They're going to take some time to adapt to a new style. Um, you've you've got a, a, a split, detached, slightly apathetic, always on the edge of anger, Norwich City fan base at the moment that have probably never felt so distant from the football club that they love and support. Um, you've got people threatening to not renew their season tickets if David Wagner is still in charge. Um, and of course, above that, Jack, and something that I do want to talk about is that is is the board. You've got Dealer and Michael at the top as well. So you know this isn't just on this. To be abundantly clear, we want to be positive, mm. um, but this isn't all on David Wagner, of course. Well, look, the, if we're talking about the board, there was a, a banner unveiled at the whole game. Yes, um, which read Delia, It's time to go up the twenty percent. Uh, I think that's what it said. I'm pretty sure it did. You sort of cut off got the, the, the bottom right. Um, and, and I think we. it's also important for context here to add that those that um, that organised the banner and held it up are very much their home and away. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're and totally entitled to their opinion. Yeah, of course. And I, and I do get where that sentiment is coming from. Um, the, I think on the on the flip side, like, we are in the process of Delia literally going at the moment. You know, that process is in motion with the Atanasios. The yeah. Atanasios are here to, you know, one day take, you know, complete ownership yeah. and, and like that is their plan. So so those wheels are slowly in motion. I think I think the frustration comes from from kind of Delia's comments and Of course, of course. And, and, do you think that banner do you think that banner is getting shown? If we'd had a new head coach that was done pre-Christmas no. when it should have been done, no, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think so because I think we'd be in a totally better, different position, and then I think fans would look at it with perhaps slightly more understanding and empathy, and they'd think, well, actually, yeah, you're right, Jack, to to bring that up. Well, hang on a minute, 
Dealer and Michael and Jones are they are going. They are going in, in, in 2026. That's not quick enough for some supporters, and I understand exactly understand the frustrations why. I, I post on my socials when I saw that, Jack. I understand why that's happened. Oh, yeah. Because, because fans yeah. have reached breaking point, boiling point. They've had enough. You know, and, and this isn't just this one season in isolation. How many disappointing, you know, opportunities? How many opportunities has this club had to progress? But we've continuously made such poor decisions on those platforms. But I do find it sad, and and people were frustrated at me for, for posting that that emotion. But I do because Delia and Michael and Jones have saved this club. You know, when it was absolutely on its ass. And so I do find it frustrating that we're now in this position. And by the way, I'm not siding with them here because I'm totally against the comments in the AGM were absolutely dreadful, dreadful, so silly. But I do just find it really sad that we've got to this place where they're getting frog. They're gonna. They're, <laughs> it, it seems like they're getting frog marched out by large sections of of, of the supporter base. Um, when you know, g- given what they've done for the club over the years, I think it's I think it's really sad. I think the only reason things like this happen, marches, banners, protests, is when you have a group of supporters that don't feel listened to. If if supporters felt like there were there was another option, mm-hmm. they would act on that option. Like the, the lads that have, you know, <laughs> probably gone to great expense to get this banner made and, and taken it to the ground and. And got it out like that. That wouldn't have been, I don't think, a, a particularly popular. It's quite a con- you know controversial thing to do. I think in the moment of time, people, a lot of people love Delia, but you only get to this point from a feeling that you're. It's desperation. It's, it's yeah, a yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And, and I, I, I still look back at that AGM, which was just a complete car crash on every front, and and the the language that was being used by. Delia Smith and Michael Wynne Jones. It felt very like it felt very Stuart Weber-ish. It felt quite aggressive. It felt quite mm. us against them. And and I've never felt that from Delia and Michael before. I've always felt like, you know, you know, they are the people mm. that are just um, in, in in control at the moment. Yeah. But like they, the supporters are always above them almost. And it and it felt like a switch. And that felt like the period of of Stuart mm. Weber kind of language that had done that to them. Um, this doesn't happen, I think, if if they feel like change has been made and change hasn't been made, right or wrong, we'll, we'll wait to see. And I don't think this happens if, even if Delia and Michael disagree with the comments from fans, at least taken into consideration. Yes. yes. Comments like, um, you know, you don't have a clue along those lines. It's going to happen. And of course, look, I, but, but, I, I, I think protests and banners and stuff are important and, and as long as they're not offensive which that wasn't offensive yeah. I think you know crack on if but that's look, what yeah and again to be to be clear I get why it's happened I'm sad that it's happened um, but when you are a City fan watching this stodgy style every week an absolute snore fest on many levels you're not um, you're not communicated with because of the limbo situation we're in with David Wagner's position it's going to happen before we get on to Twitter questions, yes. before our next league game against West Brom, uh, you've alluded to it. There's a there's a cup replay against Bristol Rovers away from home. I mean, I just look at this and I go, oh, that is literally the last thing you want. You, you know, were anti-cup, Jack. Well, you've just come back from a, a long trip to Hull. You get back to Norfolk and then you've got to turn back round and, and mm. go to Bristol. 
um, for this game. Look, Bristol Rovers, I think when they last played us, were probably still hopeful of an outside chance of playoffs. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably gone now. They, they lost at the weekend. I was reading under the uh, the tweet that they I think they lost 2-1 at the weekend. It was like, right, everything all in on the cup now. Well, and they, and they've got Liverpool waiting for them in the next round if they they beat exactly. us, and uh, so all the motivation will be there. They're at home, the fans will be so up for it, um, and this Norwich City team, you know, are, are, are super beatable. Do you think they go strong against again? As as in, do we go strong against them? I ain't got a clue, mate. I've would no you? idea. I have no do? idea. No, no, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't. I'd use the cup. To, to, to give opportunities to players that haven't had many minutes. Pedro Lima. Yeah. Vicente Reyes. Yeah. The Lima loan is also so bizarre. I've actually tried to get an answer from this from the club. Unfortunately, they've not come back to me since. Uh, sorry, just while, because we're filming this in, in the morning. But yeah, um, yeah, I've not had an answer on what the situation is with the Lima loan. But from what I understand, initially, um, there was no sort of buy clause in there or anything. So... It's just a bit of a wacky one, but yeah, a great, you know, great finish um, for the for the twenty ones, wouldn't it? Pedro, it's brilliant. Pedro Lima is going to be one of those trivia questions in ten years. Yeah, go, can you remember Pedro Lima? And we go, who? I'll go. Do you mean the Aviva Lima? <laughs> Should we get on some questions? Let's do it. So much to get through this week. Thanks as always for for all of your questions. Let's start with good old Aaron Brazier, friend of the channel. Um, he says statement and the question. A little Ooh. bit greedy, Aaron, but Ooh. we'll let you have it. Okay. Statement. Just as I think I'm out of this team for this year. Results like this pull me right back in. Good, but that's what we needed. But I haven't finished yet. Okay, sorry. Maybe not a performance to especially remember, but a welcome three points. Question, along those lines, where should I sit with this season? Disappointed or optimistic? Oh, I think you've... Well, well, I think at the moment, I would say, give yourself the chance to be optimistic. But at the same time, understand the fact that it has so far been disappointing. You can't not be disappointed with the, with how this season's gone, with the players that, that we've got at our disposal. And especially now that there's there's absolutely no excuses. We've got a fully fit squad, zero excuses. We have to be playing better football, okay? So, but, I, but what I would say, Jack, and this goes back to the goose, this goose back to the the comments, I don't know why I'm going off it there, um, that I was saying earlier after the game of, oh, well, I just, I, w oh, I, was, I wanted us to lose, so David would, I don't think whether we lose no. or win affects J David's job at the moment, to be honest with you, given the club's stance on, on, on potentially the, how this season is um, with the transition that they've gone through above them. Well, um, I, what I would say, and I think, I think if you look at it as an overall picture, it's been incredibly disappointing. But this has been the confusing thing about this campaign is there's been moments of real brilliance yeah. and excitement. You know, the Johnny Rowe goals, just getting to watch Gabrielle Sara. Um, I'm just saying don't shut the door, Jack. No, 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 absolutely. I'm just saying to fans that are frustrated, I, I, know it's, I know it's shit. Trust me, I think it's shit too. Just keep that door ajar. Mm. Don't shut it all the way because every now and then... You'll, you'll open it and you'll go, oh, bloody hell, it's a, it's a worldie from Johnny yeah, Rowe. Yeah, and that's the really difficult thing because so much in football is black or white, but there's so much grey. And, mm. and this season has been incredibly confusing. We don't know where we stand on any of it. I think to just get through it sane, you have to, you have to look at the moment. You have to look at a big picture and you go, right, I, personally, I want change from yes. a head coach point of view. I think we need overarching change at board level. That, 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 that's the big picture discussion that we can have when we're bored around the dinner table and on these podcasts. 
But for the things that you chat about down the pub with with your mates, mm. it's the breakout season of Johnny Rowe. It's Gabby Sauer. It's getting to watch, you know, Angus Gunn make brilliant saves. It's seeing jo- Josh Sargent salute the Barkley. That's the stuff that that mm. brings you back, and and that's the stuff that you'll remember. You won't remember the you know the way we set up against Millwall at home in the five years. Mm. It's that kind of stuff that you'll remember and, and you'll talk about in years to come. George Hale says that day in Hull was the most nervous, but most enjoyable away day I've been to for a while. And I just want to say, George, to I salute you, but I salute the 1,300 Norwich City nutters Man. that went to Hull. Given what we have witnessed in the last few weeks, 1,300 Norwich City nutters went to Hull. And I'm so happy that they were all rewarded with a win. 1,300 fans travelled a long way up the country to watch Norwich City. I couldn't even get Chris Reeve to travel 20 minutes to a warm living room to do a watch along. Ollie says, statement, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Jack Reeve, get your wallet out. You will be owing Big C £1,000, of course, for the Johnny Rowe bet. He'll be, uh, the, only, the only reason I can think that he won't do, get we Do we remind him what the bet is? Yeah, go on then. Johnny Rowe to make the championship team of the season. Yes. and That's the bet. And, and, if, the it, moment, and if it happens... 1,000 Great British Sterling to Big C. And at the moment, I think you're quite fortunate that Jack Clark's doing well, that Somerville has the yeah. ability to... Do, but, you know, these players are there, but perhaps... But they could get Premier League moves. Absolutely. I think and hopefully more... they do in January, yeah. and then and then the Johnny Rowe uh, bet is, is... You may as well just, just pay it. Well, I'm resigned to giving over. I, like, I think if he continues on the trajectory he does, yeah. a, a barring injury or move, which I don't think happens, I think he gets in that too. I really want to talk about this one from the Vengo Bus Driver Terry. Yes, that's right. That's his name on X. Oi, oi, Savaloys, up a notch, bin the blues. Statement, Johnny Rowe is at least a £50 million player. Oh, ben Napper's first major transfer hurdle <laughs> must be making sure that we get every possible penny from a summer sale. If the price isn't right, he simply must stay here. Look, um, I agree with what you're saying, um, Vengo bus driver Terry. We need to lock him in the Colney cupboard. We need to lock Johnny Rowe in the colony cupboard. But for me, I'm really interested to know, Jack, and also what the other Norwich fans think. Just just for conversation's sake, how much do you think Johnny Rowe is worth at the moment? Should, should, we, should we flip this to, if, the, if a bid were to come in for X amount of money, what we'd accept? All right, whatever you want then, go on. Well, I'm just saying, if, if a bid comes in this January, yeah. what's the minimum Norwich take? Okay. Uh, because let's also remember that January fees are always yeah. inflated. All right. Well, anything for me at the moment, honestly, in January, yeah. given that he is English. pretty much the only joy of the season, I'd say if it, if they accept anything below 25 oh, God. in January, yeah. I'm outside the city stand knocking on the boardroom door. <laughs> I thought you were going to go a lot higher than that. Okay. What are you going for? I... Th- well, the fact that Norwich have, have said that they don't necessarily need to sell, mm. I, I also think Johnny's incredibly mature, so I don't think he's going to be forcing any move. 40. <laughs> let us well, know what you let, think Johnny's worth. I, right. I, I think we need to look... So, I th- how much was Brendia? 38, I think we sold him for. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, and I think we look back on that and go... Probably undersold him a little oh, bit. I don't know. I think it was probably... No, I don't know. I, I think it was probably fair, maybe. I just think we, we don't need to sell. Johnny, yeah. I don't think it will be yeah. desperate to go. 
But for any suit, but for any suitors that are tuning into TNC, thinking, what are they saying about Johnny Rowe? First of all, awful player, absolutely rubbish, definitely injury he, prone. Yeah. Oh God, no, you don't want to be taking risk on him. And um, however, the real, the real honest talk is perfect age, breakthrough season, which I want to go back to by the way in terms of goals, homegrown. Um. So mature beyond beyond his years, mm. English mm. as well. P- price goes up with that. Winger, mm. lo- lo- genuinely cares about the supporters. Super marketable, yeah. which is a thing in this modern age of football, mate. Johnny, I think we. I remember when. Do we, you think this? We could be getting a record sale. here. I remember when we titled a podcast probably about two three months ago. Gabrielle Sarah will be our first fifty million pound sale, and Darren Huckby took huge offence to it. He was like, "You boys, yeah, but like, we love a well, we he, love a Hux, Hux debate." Hux, are you watching? Fifty million quid minimum for Johnny Rowe. Do you actually mean that? Yes. Promise me, you mean that? Yes. Fifty million. Do you actually mean? I take I take forty five. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, fair, yeah, fair, fair play. Let us know if you yeah. agree or disagree. There we go. Um, let's go to Stan. Yes. When was the last time you saw Norwich play dirty? We kicked Hull out of their own stadium in that first half. It was beautiful to see. Mm. If Farker is the German Guardiola, then Wagner is the German Tony Pulis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's absolutely superb. Yeah, Because we've got a long throw now in Sam McCallum as well. We are turning into Stoke City 2010. Do you know what? That, That is... That is the statement that I couldn't agree, that, that I've agreed with the most this whole season. Yes. Wagner is the German Tony Pulis. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you. He's even, got, he's even got the cap, hasn't he? Yeah. He's even got he's the got cap. He's got it all. Perfect. No, I agree. No, I, th- I, I, can't, I can't disagree with any of that. Yeah, I think on another day, I think we, we look at that performance and we go, how, how unprofessional. They're two players sent off. It's, it's cost us the game. Yeah. Why don't we just you know be a little bit more professional about things? But because it's gone our way, we're appreciating Dimi Anula's elbows and Angus Gunn taking out their best striker. Speaking of Angus Gunn, Robert Eagleton, name of the podcast so far, says, Angus Gunn, where would we be without him this season? Gone under the radar compared to Rowe, who's also been huge. Gunny makes huge saves every week to keep us in games that are as good as goals. I mean, I agree, Robert. And, and actually... I think he, he is a player where, and I think you said it in your post-match review video, Jack, which was brilliant again, by the way, go and watch it if you haven't, um, where I, I think that we need to be really, we need to probably be knocking on Angus's door now and saying, what do you want? Write, write it out, Angus. Like, you know, cause the boy needs a new contract, big time. Mm. Hell of a keeper. I, de- I definitely think he... I, I'll I will stand strong on this hill all day long. He's the best keeper in this league, and by a mile, by an absolute mile, no one t- no one spits on his gloves. <laughs> they don't. He's the best keeper in the league, and so Norwich have got a job in their hands. Not just keeping Gabby Sarah, not just keeping Johnny Ray, but keeping Angus Gunn. Yeah, I think you know we talk about play. We we must keep like Gabby Sarah and Johnny Ray absolutely. You know, you, you do forget about goalkeepers and the influence. Yeah. It's it's such a big role, and Nor- we've been so lucky for the last fifteen years. Really, we've we've pretty much for, for the barring maybe a, a little bit of time in sort of two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. Like we've always had a really good goalkeeper, whether that's been Cruel or 
Ruddy or Robert Green or you know more recently Gunny. I'm surprised like, we've you've not mentioned Remy Matthews. Remy Matthews, who's of course doing fantastically well at Premier League Crystal Palace. Um, brilliant to see him get that that Premier League move and and, and doing great there. Um, could have done so much more here. Nathan, um, Damon oh, Claxton. Bro. Yep. Big Andy. Oh hello Has Damon. Hello, Damon. Um, Big Andy hasn't played a single game for Nottingham Forest. Could yes. be good to get him back on loan. Look, let's Ooh. put that Ooh. thing aside. Interesting. Should be the absolute poster textbook model of how not to progress your career, Andy Omabamadeli. Like, if you're Johnny Rowe mm-hmm. and, and, a, and a, a Nottingham Forest come knocking and go, we'll give you 25 million, double yeah. your wage, blah, blah, blah. You say no. You just say no. And, and, and I feel... Look, I'm sure, I'm sure Big Andy's fine, but complete well, of stall in, in his in his. Well, career. I know, but but I think that's really that's a really very difficult situation, Jack, because you know you've got to consider where he's come from and his his sharp hockey stick graph into the ascendancy at, at Norwich City. Mm. I remember very well that that, that goal against Leeds, um, which yeah. was awful, one of Daniel Farker's last games, thankfully at the time. Um, and I think looking at where Norwich were at the time, I don't blame him. No, I don't blame him. I don't him. blame him. I, I, th- I think I, I don't know what he's been advised, but you know, not Nottingham Forest was it was of course it was a gamble, but I don't think it's the end of the world for being Andy mate because because of his age and I, and I think he'll still go on to, no, to have absolutely. a great career. He's a good enough footballer, but you know, it doesn't help that you're, you can sit on the bench for a year. I, I, uh, would, would, would we get him back? Would I want him back on loan? Yeah, of course I bloody would. Yeah, I'd, have him, back, I'd have him back on loan as well, by happen? the way. No, I don't Love big out. Really nice guy as well, by the way. David Whiteside says, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck chuck if woodchuck could chuck wood? Not bad. Also, what is your ideal aim this season and what is your realistic aim? So we won't answer the chuck wood comment, David, because we've not got the time, but... What is your ideal aim for this season, Jack? And what's your realistic aim? Well, of course, the ideal is that we we. Well, actually, ooh, I actually just thought twice about promotion. That's weird, well, isn't it? Well, the aim should be playoffs, fourth biggest wage bill in the league. Anything yeah. below that is a is a huge underperformance. The yes. board said that playoffs should be the aim. Yes, that should be the aim. <sighs> Look, it de- it depends on. I think it all depends on who the head coach is. I, I really do, and I hate it is boring just coming back to this. I think with a with a an up and coming, exciting head coach, I think we do get in the playoffs. Mm. I think if Wagner's in charge, ninth, tenth, I think that's realistic. Yep. Uh, we're just in this cycle of. I agree, mate. Get gets you excited, and then I, I'm just looking at West Brom and Leeds, and I'm going, if we put those performances like we have done against Southampton and, and Hull against those two, you just get beat. Kind of linked to this, um, and I agree with what you've said there, David. Um, California Canary, Mark Woodruff, says, isn't it clear to everyone now that the owners are just treading water with Norwich City while the takeover takes place behind the scenes? There's no point in going up this season, but championship status is essential. So Wagner is doing a brilliant job for them. No, no, just just disagree on every level. Do you? Okay, Uh, go on then. You have, like... I've said it before, I'll say it again. You stay in the championship, your best players leave. Yes. Your parachute payments stop. Yes. So you've got the fourth highest wage bill, and granted that will change when players leave. You've still got a really expensive wage bill with the players that we've mentioned before that we've brought in. So 
that starts to get slightly tricky. You're less sellable to players that you're wanting to bring in. Premier League has to be the aim. It has to be the and, aim. And as I've said before, I think when... And this is the worry, and this is why and I wish the board would, would, would listen more to fans. I think it's incredibly concerning when supporters are going, now, well, yeah, I don't want to go up anyway because we'll lose every week. What a crying but shame that point, is. Then? What is the point in... Yeah, absolutely. What's the point in... You know, what are we trying to do? Like, what, what do we love? Like... Mate, there's no better thing. Remember, we, you mentioned it last time. That Man City at home game, that David versus Goliath situation. For me, there's no better feeling as a Norwich fan seeing your team try and get a result against one of the best teams in the world. Mm. I think it's great. Tom Jar Crispy says, statement, Angus Gunn is the best goalkeeper in the championship. So so Tom is agreeing with me. Tom, you clearly know your, uh, your football opinions. Um, Matt Gregory says, can you take Angus Gunn to Nando's and chat to him about a new contract? Says Matt Gregory, uh, friend of the channel. Um, new contract for Angus Gunn is a given, isn't it? Well, it's, it's got to happen ASAP. Well, it should happen. I mean, if you're Angus, are you, are you signing on the dotted line? I don't think you are, are you? <sighs> well, I think the club are incredibly fortunate that he's a Norwich City supporter. Mm. That's why I would yeah, say. Which, which does have which does hold weight. This is a nice comment from, from Daniel. It just says, rave. Just bloody loved it last night. Of course, referring to Friday perhaps I just went into it with zero expectation loved how we grinded it out of course the same issues discussed still apply but strip it all back what a fantastic evening watching Norwich on the telly love the spirit of that and, yeah, li- and link to that Jack to, to again another positive one a, a rave from Tyler I love a rave we don't, we've not had many raves this season have we rave we're still unbeaten this year <laughs> and do you know what Tyler yeah, yeah you're right yeah. allow yourself I know it's been shit I know it's not good enough I know it's not acceptable, but allow yourself to be positive when these wins come around. 2024, year of the Wagonari. Harry Brister, hello oh. Harry, says, question, is there anything Johnny Rowe can't do? Answer, absolutely not. Dribbling through a ploughed field with the control and finesse followed by the finish, my word. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Harry, what I would say is, yeah, I'm surprised it's not already on Pornhub. <laughs> Yeah, I am. I'm yeah. surprised that it's not already on Pornhub. And, and if you're, I think if you're a farmer watching that, you're going, "Cool, prime, prime spot to, to, you know, put some spuds in next season." I mean, what, <laughs> what an absolute potato field. Link to that. Was. Link to that. I'll try and get through as many as possible. On the ball updates is Johnny Rowe. That's it. That's the statement. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Oh, here you go. Another one. Jeff Man ninety eight statement. It's summer 2030. God, bloody hell. Jonathan, he's fast forward. 2030. Statement. It's summer 2030. Jonathan Rose just scored the winning goal in the World Cup final. (laughs) (laughs) Never know. Norwich have just won the Europa League and Rowe is our top scorer. David Wagner is managing League to Ipswich. Life is good. On another note, I'm out of (laughs) Lakens. I'm out of Lakens. That's very good, Jeff, man. I'll I'll applaud that. That's very good. You know, last week we spoke about, you know, the the lads from... um, where were they from? Leighton Buzzard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leighton Buzzard. And we were going, you know, that's why you come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're right. Mm. That could happen. Yes. You know, that could. could work. You know, if you were a Manchester City fan in, in, in the early 90s, you know, going up and down from Main Road, going, what's the point of all this? Yeah. You never know what's around the corner. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could be very much on the verge of greatness. It doesn't take much. How much Lakers have you had? Doesn't take much. Look, for me, I don't. I don't think we see. I don't think we see true greatness and progression until um, until the Atanasio group are here. Yeah, but um, that's not far off. 
Yeah, true. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, and then we'll be giving up work, following us around Europe. Ooh, yeah. We're skint, but we've got a dream. Kazakhstan away. Uh, Benji's a statement. Barnes has been criticised a lot recently, and maybe fairly, but against Hull, he did everything right. Same goes for Duffy. Yeah, just, just a word on, on Ashley Barnes, Jack. Has come under fire uh, fairly recently. Um, I, I just think his contribution... Uh, not just on the pitch, but in terms of what he gives, the leadership, it's exactly what he was signed for. And we saw it against Hull. It was a brilliant moment where he won a corner just by pure mm. passion. Yeah. And that's what you want to see, yeah. isn't it? Big I, bad Barnsley, the spirit of Barnsley. Barnsley is, is brilliant. I don't know why, but someone just popped into my head. Go on. And, and in a very strange roundabout way, much like Ashley Barnes. Should I be concerned here? <laughs> Slightly. Claudia Winkleman, <laughs> because I'll, I'll tell you why she's just popped into my head. Friday night football, right? Friday night football, brilliant, loved it. And then we recorded Traitors, <laughs> right? But I'm looking at Claudia Winkleman, a mainstay on primetime television, got a Radio 2 show. Right. And whenever there's a show with Claudia Winkleman on, you go, I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. You know, solid, consistent performer is Claudia. And I'm looking at Ashley Barnes and I'm thinking the same. He scored against Bristol Rovers. He knits together a dressing room. And I think if you're a, a, a TV producer, I you're love going, that from you. who do we bring in? We bring in Claudia. He knits together a dressing yeah. room. I love that from you. And I think Super. he does that. One of your strangest ever analogies on the channel, that. But but I but I love it. I don't know why she popped into my mind. Jay, um, who goes by the handle NCFC024, says a statement. Just imagine how good we would be if we actually had a good manager. Mm. Well, look, we've spoken about that basically mm. haven't we jack yeah. it, would, it would be good if we were unlocked um so many good questions i mean barry <laughs> barry young has just put um pompey fans going home at half time delia sing up pompey <laughs> yeah see this is the kind of thing you don't need that those comments were so unnecessary weren't they jack they really were they were um this week yeah big week another big week yeah big few weeks and so another opportunity and another platform will Norwich city take their chance <sighs> I am very worried about this. And I, do you know what? It, I'm concerned about myself that I'm about to come out with this. I'm worried about Bristol Rovers away. Why? Because it, like, it's kind because of lose-lose. Because of the... Da well, yeah. For, I just think it's... If you lose that game, you've, you, you're instantly back into this toxic cesspit again. Mm. And by the way, and I'm not surprised. I don't blame people for being like that. I just I hate having to... I hate having to criticise and I just hate, I really want to be positive. So look, what I hope for is we beat Bristol Rovers away. Of course we beat West Brom at home. But for me, imagine if the store, you said hope's not around the corner. Hope okay. might be around the corner. What about this? What about this for a little canary pipe dream? Okay. Another shitty, dirty, horrible performance, but, yeah. we, but we beat Bristol Rovers away. Imagine if the story of the season was beating Liverpool at Anfield. <laughs> I don't think it will happen. Mm. Yes, I'm questioning whether I've Sad had a Lakin, Lakins for breakfast. Um, but, yeah, you never know. Maybe that's the story of the season, Jack, that we beat Liverpool. Maybe. Wagner versus Klopp, his, yeah, his yeah, best man yeah, at his wedding. Yeah. Maybe it's written in the stars, Jack. Maybe. I, I it's not, but no, you never know. I, I, must, I must admit, it may... I really enjoyed Friday night and I think often after really good nights it, there's a bit of a come down. I'm, I'm looking forward to this week with not much excitement because 
Bristol Rovers for me is lose lose. Like if you win, you've then got another game you don't really want against Liverpool. And I think it's like midday on a Sunday. But an opportunity, Jack. Oh, is it? What? Well, don't get me wrong. It, it's a you know it's likely that you will be embarrassed, of course. Look, but... I've, I've very I've very much gone from up for the cup, Bristol Rovers at home. To oh, complete unnecessary game, potential for injuries to key players. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Um, so, and then West Brom, I've still got that Boxing Day game in the back of my mm. mind going, oh, they just dominated us. Yeah, and they going, did. I, yeah, they did. How many times have we, you know, on the Wagonari roller coaster, have you have you been at the top going, oh, this this drop's about to be amazing. Well, and it will continue. Buzzing, will. you know, arms in the air, yeah, cheering. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's go. And then it, it gets to the bottom yeah. and it comes off the yeah. track. And then and we have like, yeah, and then we have a twenty collision. yeah, and then we have twenty five percent percent possession at home. Let me tell you the real you know the the devil in my mind Ooh. where it's going this week. Go on. Um, defeating penalties against Bristol Rovers. Oh, Jesus. Two 0 defeat at home to West Brom. Thirty percent of the ball. Like that's. That's where my kind of that's where your head's at. is going. But where's your heart at? Though? Heart at is going. Um, play the youth against Bristol Rovers. Loss. Get rid of the fixture congestion. <laughs> <laughs> and then, a, and then a, a scintillating. You're so anti cup. Scintillating hurts. performance. Strongest eleven. Yeah. We, we mix it up. Sergeant on the score sheet. Get yeah. past West Brom. That's that's the dream week yeah. for me. Defeat to Bristol Rovers, mm. win against um, win against West Brom. The other thing, well, another dream for me is that we sign a player. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I keep forgetting it's the January transfer window. Yeah, well, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Do you think that Could will it, happen? Uh, I think we are. I think we are going to sign a couple. Okay. But as I've said before, I think it's going to happen late. Norwich City will not be the first option for players that we are attempting to sign. I think there'll be young players. Um, I don't think we'll be so- signing old, experienced heads. Um, and, and I think that it's actually more likely that, that we'll sell more than we'll buy as well. I, I would actually not be surprised if we sold two or three. Um, but again, I think it's going to come late into the window. I just want to finish on something, Jack. Okay. I want to build the anticipation, the excitement for something that's happening early February on Martin's the channel. sacked. No? <laughs> something is happening on the channel early Feb. Now, I can't share many, many, if any, details now. But all I will say is that it's one of the biggest, most exciting things that we've done on the channel. And, I, and Norris City fans have to get involved. So stay tuned on Talk Norris City. And by the way, if you've got to this point, don't forget this week's hashtag to see if you're a true TNC subscriber is... Hashtag the CFAS. Like bass, but with an F. Hashtag CFAS. Okay? <laughs> Let's see hashtag CFAS all over social media this week. Thanks for watching. Johnny Johnny Rowe. Oh, by the way, buy a Johnny Rowe yeah, t-shirt as well whilst you're at it. Why wouldn't you? Still on sale. These um, these will be collectors items. Oh, it, these will be collectors. They're already collectors items. Yeah. But when Johnny Rowe uh, wins the World Cup for England in 2030, um, we will be wearing it in Sweden for the Europa League oh, final. Oh God, yeah. Um, remember, Johnny Johnny Rowe. Uh, thanks very much for watching. We'll be back next week for another podcast. We're looking back on Bristol Rovers and West Brom. I've got this Fingers terrible crossed. feeling that next time we film the podcast, we would have lost <laughs> lost both of those games. <laughs> oh, God. Well, look, stick about to find out. Um, stay locked into all the TNC socials. And until then, stay safe, drink plenty of Lakens, and enjoy yourself. Bye-bye, everyone. Honourable City. <laughs>